We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, Jetta Cameron, John Ritchie. It is 94 WIP. Ross with us, Rhea with us on this uh, different Tuesday afternoon, obviously, to say the least. We'll get into some more Eagle stuff as well, in addition to the DeMar Hamlin conversation. Let's get a lot of phone calls in here. Let's talk to Dennis in Springfield right now. Hi, Dennis. Yo, good, mor- uh, good afternoon, guys. Hey, John, John, within the space of five minutes, I was going to call and argue with you. And then you said something that made me call to not argue with it, you, which is, to me, this is a strictly Buffalo Bill decision on mm-hmm. whether they play, when they play, if they don't play, if they take the loss, how, however they want to do it. Because, and I'm not trying to be a wise guy here, all you heard after that incident last night was, it's just a game. And if it's just a game, then take a forfeit for last night or or take the loss. And you know what? As a team, we'll deal with the consequences of taking a loss. Maybe, Dennis. Well, you can't ask them to do that. I mean, if they want to volunteer that, they can volunteer it. I don't expect that they will. I, I, well, what, I, I don't know. Well, what I'm saying, Joe, is, Joe, is, is give, give them like four scenarios, and that's one of them. 
and, and whatever they decide they want to do, I think the league has to live with it. I don't think it's that simple. I think it's close to that, but not quite that. I just, I mean, what if, Dennis, let me ask you a question. What if the Buffalo Bills say, we want to play the Cincinnati Bengals? If you're the league, what do you do? Well, then you make it happen somehow. I'm asking you. No, 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 forget somehow. We're we're moving from theoretical to real. Because I have have my solution. I'm curious what yours is. What would you uh, do with the league? Mine would be the same as yours. Play them on wild. Play that game wild card weekend right. and move move everything back a week. Exactly. That's uh, yeah. Ross, what yeah. do you think of that? You, you you eliminate the bye week before the Super Bowl. The Bills play the the Bengals in eleven days, twelve days, whatever it would be. Wild card weekend and everything else is pushed back a week. What do you think? Um, I think it's unlikely. Yeah, I, I think it's more likely that they call last night's game and we were talking about this um on the even money betting podcast i think it's more likely that they call it a no contest so it essentially means it was a tie but that gives the chiefs the one seed that's the problem well here's what happens um the bengal the chiefs obviously benefit from that because they can play for the uh one seed on saturday right the bills um even though they're not happy about potentially losing the one seed, they if they win, they get the two seed. The Bengals, even though they're not happy that they don't have a chance at the one seed anymore, they win the AFC North. I'm sure the Ravens don't love it because then they don't have an opportunity to win the AFC North. But here's the thing. A, a tie is a real outcome in NFL games. Like, that happens. There, there are ties. Last night's game was two really good teams, two evenly matched teams. Yep. The game very possibly could have ended in a tie. Obviously, it's small possibility of that, but it could have. And I think that that's the best way to move forward. It's not great for the Bills that they lose out on the opportunity to have the number one seed and that the Chiefs, if they win, the Chiefs are the number one seed. But – there is no perfect situation. There is no perfect solution out of all of the possibilities that I've heard. I believe that to be the best overall situation for everyone involved. Well, I'll say this, and Dennis, thanks for the call. Look, maybe the Bills have been through so much and continue to be through, through so much that they just don't care that much about the one seed. But – Rhea, talk to me. You're not you... handing the Chiefs the one seed. I don't think no, so either. I just, I, I just Especially can't... after last January. Uh, yes. You played the game in Arrowhead. <laughs> yeah. I just, I don't see that as scenario. I mean, I think you're, and Joe, I hate to say this because I never agree with you. I think your scenario is the fairest. It's definitely the fairest. Yes. Now, whether the league and the television partners are willing to make those adjustments. Oh, no, what's going to happen? And I think we all know this. Everybody's like, okay, let's all have perspective today. And we do. And then in about two days, it's going to get really ugly on what happens. And so I think if, Ross, if your scenario happens, there would just be the yelling. You know, no one would be thinking about Hamlin after that. I mean, Ross, why not the scenario I, I laid out, that you eliminate the bye week before the Super Bowl, you push the playoffs back a week, and in 12 days, the Chiefs, excuse me, the Bills and the Bengals play a compelling game on national television, a standalone game all by itself that weekend. All the other teams that make the playoffs, they all get an extra bye week 
to prepare for the playoffs. I mean, September 11th created a tremendous domino effect of scheduling changes. Why not that scenario? I mean, we've seen it happen before. Correct. Well, even the COVID stuff. And uh, well, they, COVID they, for sure. They, they move things around. I think that's a possibility, Joe. I, I do. I, I think that's a possibility. Would you agree it's the most fair? I do think it's the most fair um, for every team involved. I just don't know. Like, Gives the Bills to- a little bit of time to digest also. I mean, that's the thing. If the Bills are going to play the Bengals, they got to get on a plane like – Today or tomorrow? No, that's not happening. That, you can just forget about that. It's not zero, happening this weekend. Zero yeah. percent chance that the Bills are playing the Bengals on a Thursday soon. or Friday. So you say there's no way it happens Thursday 0. or Friday. Zero How do you do that then with the, the next game? Well, then you would have to push it back, and then that's yeah, it's a whole. No, dump. The, the, the the only two scenarios that I think are likely are they called a no contest, aka a draw and you move forward and just pretend like last night's game was a tie, or the scenario that you laid out, Joe, which I do think is a possibility. But remember this, okay? Go back to COVID. They want to be as fair as they can to a point, right? Like you're yeah. gonna, If you're going to bring up the Broncos, they brought that on themselves. Well, no, but it's but all, it's all the games. Stuff. They were yeah. playing like, games what? on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yeah. I get your Tuesdays, point, Ross. Wednesdays, yeah. and yeah. then a short week. And I'm, I'm not bringing up the Broncos. I'm yeah. bringing up that there was just a lot of situations. Well, the Eagles game that, that got moved because of the Washington outbreak. Oh, that's right. And that right. was there, fundamentally unfair. Well, there's a but lot it's what, of things that happened during COVID that, one, it was not overly equitable. And by the way, let's not kid ourselves. They, they already have the Lions – Packers scheduled for Sunday night okay do you realize that if the Seahawks win in the afternoon that the Lions are eliminated how is that fair to the Seattle Seahawks that if they win Sunday afternoon that when the Lions take the field they know they can't make the playoffs playing against the Packers so then they lose to the Packers I don't care what those guys say about oh we want to beat them anyway blah 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 they will be so deflated no if question. they take the field knowing the Seahawks won, they can't make the playoffs. So I think we I think we romanticize about fairness and equity. I think ultimately, while what you suggest, Joe, is the best idea, the, the fairest idea, yeah. I don't think they are going to move heaven and earth and the entire schedule and the entire slate so that the Bills have a chance to be the one seed instead of the two seed. John, what's your gut feeling? Which, which scenario wins? I, I do like your scenario, but as I, as I said, I, I hate the idea of removing the bye before the Super Bowl because I do think that's unfair to those teams who ultimately achieve that final Well, at least run. it's fair for the game. It's just less I hoopla. Think- it's not. It's well, not. No, un- it's an extra week. Yeah. But it's not. It's not yeah. unfair for the competitive balance of the game. It's just no, because those guys don't have, have the that same. Yeah, they don't get. The, yeah. They don't get the spotlight yeah. as much for an extra week. Well, it's not so much the spotlight. I'm just telling it's you, the travel it's like impossible and all to get there yeah. and get prepared and families and, have all that. and fans getting there and all that. Yeah. While also watching film and tape and doing oh, all yeah. the stuff you have yeah. to be prepared. So for. much. It's a lot. But at least it's even. It's fair. At least it's the most fair. Yeah. I How think. did you come up with the most fair plan? So I was born. You don't Can strike me as the most something? fair person. No, I, 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 got a, I got a brain, Ray. Wait, <laughs> wait till you get to know me better. Wait till you get so, to know me better. It's good to know you got a brain. Yeah, I got a brain. Got a brain. 
I don't so have to. I, I don't have to go to us. I was born this way. Go ahead, Ross. Okay, so I'm just looking at Twitter while we're all sitting here, right? At Ross Tucker NFL, and some guy named Robbie T Uh-oh. says Ross just sounds insensitive. Can I ask you guys something in all sincerity? Like, no, you don't sound this insensitive. Is, is there anything I said? Nope. That is even the tiniest part insensitive. This no. is the part I really dislike at times, where it's like we are having a very open, honest, thoughtful, and very thoughtful yeah, conversation. I agree with you. And no matter what, someone is going to try. In what way is anything I said insensitive? You got to swat it. It's not. You got to swat it aside. It's Twitter. Yeah, yeah. You got to. You got to <laughs> swat it aside. It's just. Well, it's, but sometimes every once in a while it makes you think like, oh, because sure, you know, this is this is a sensitive subject. There's a guy, there's a kid probably fighting for his life right now, so you start yeah. to think, well, wait a minute, did I say something? Nah, you're that, fine. Like, you're. I promise you, Ross. Crazy. Yeah, I promise you. You're good, Ross. Uh, all right, Ross Tucker uh, with us here and brought to us by First Trust Bank, official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's talk to Andrew in Reading. Hi, Andrew. <clears throat> Hi, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I've uh, called you guys a few times. What I may or may not have told you in the past is I'm a cardiologist. Wow. Um, so when I talked to Seltzer a few minutes ago, I said, you know, I, I come on and uh, I've talked to you about my aunt. I've talked to you about Amy from Villanova, but I don't know if I've ever talked about cardiac issues. Mm. Um, Ross and I know, uh, I've met him once, we know a lot of people in common, and uh, he actually, uh, he did a a talk with my wife about uh, three years ago and why I'm missing, but that's besides the point. So what happened to this kid, and it was pretty clear, the first minute my wife and I were watching the game, and, you know, we thought what everybody thought, you know, uh, concussion or, you know, neck injury and all that, but Mm -hmm. it became pretty clear a couple minutes when they came back after commercial and they showed replays that this, this, sadly, this is a classic case of, as Ross has always said, commotio or commodio cordis. Uh, It's unclear how you're supposed to pronounce it, but as Ross correctly said, it's much more common in in younger kids. It's more common in baseball and softball, uh, but it is just exactly as you guys said. It's just bad timing. Basically, your heart is, is an electrical organ, and there's a, a rhythm to it, and there's like a nanosecond where if there's a, 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 a hard blow that's hit to the chest right at that split second, wow. I mean, it literally is like getting hit by lightning. It, you know, I've actually never seen it, you know, in front of me that I was there. I've shocked thousands of people in my life, uh, but never, you know, on a sporting field. Um, I will tell you, and Ross probably may or may not be familiar with this, but uh, when my wife and I uh, helped purchase uh, an AED for the Little League baseball field at Berkshire Heights, uh, Ross, uh, the Wyo kids play there when my kid was in Little League. Just, you know, God forbid something like this would happen. You know, these AEDs are like 1500 bucks. If, if anything comes out of this horrible tragedy, it's uh, maybe people have more AEDs in um, wow. sporting events. Um, I'm involved in, in advocacy for the American College of Cardiology, and, and we've actually gotten a lot of bills passed about AEDs and hmm. in uh, you know athletic fields and stuff like that. So, you know, y- you can't prevent it. Um, when my Andrew, kid what played, about what about if you bulked up the padding? So that was the question. That's what I was just going to say. When when my kid played little league around 2005, they gave us the option of wearing like a chest protector, you know, like a, like you're a catcher, you know, while you're batting. And my wife and I were like, nah. Um, most people did not do it. There's no data that it makes a difference. Mm. Now, you know, who knows? Maybe we should have done it, but you know, maybe we're bad parents. But the answer is I don't think it makes a difference. Um, it can't hurt, but 
um, mm-hmm. the wow. only thing that really matters is having an AED and having people that know what they're doing. It really comes down to shocking the guy or the girl, shocking the person back within like five minutes. Wow. And in terms of so, Andrew, um, do you feel confident they yeah. saved his life last? I mean, if he lives, if he continues to live, so do you think it's a, a fair assumption that they would have saved his life? So that's that's exactly what I was going to say next. It, it all depends on how quickly they they shocked him. I heard nine minutes and this and that. Um, if they got him back in normal rhythm within about five minutes, he'll probably survive because he's young and healthy. Um, it really comes down to how long he was down. The sad thing in these, and, and I don't want to be negative here. I don't want somebody to, to say I'm in, insensitive like somebody just said about Ross. The, the negative is what, what does happen in cardiac arrest, not necessarily commotional cortis, but even when older people have cardiac arrest, is sometimes you get them back, and, but their brain has been damaged. Right, that actually right. happened to my aunt. Um, and so that's the tragedy is they got him back. And so what my biggest fear is, and anybody who's a doctor who's listening is thinking the same yeah. thing, is I hope he doesn't wake up with you know brain damage. Yeah, listen, Andrew, tremendous information, and thank you for the call. I mean, that is some... Joe, let me may I add one more thing. Sure. Um, what they're doing now, let me just give you a little bit more info, is they, they cooled him immediately. When somebody has a cardiac arrest, there's plenty of data that you cool the person down, and then you wait about 36 hours, and then you warm them up, and you basically cross your fingers. So what wow. they're doing now is they're supporting him, so you'll hear nothing for a day or two. And then we'll, we'll know something either like Wednesday night or Thursday. So there, there's no news right well, now. Well, Andrew, good job by you helping so many people through the years, man, because you can tell that guy, I mean, you hear various, I'm a doctor. I'm a, that guy <laughs> He's a like, doctor. He sounded like an expert. <laughs> I, I'm not a, an expert. Uh, yes, expert I'm on not a, experts. I'm not but. an expert on experts, but that guy sounded like an actual expert. So you know, it's it's crazy. I'm thinking about boxing, John. I mean, you would think I, I was thinking of Dude. bringing that up. Like I'm surprised it doesn't right? happen more often. Just a shot right to the chest, and it probably is how some boxers have died. We just didn't know it at the time. Maybe you know. But, I mean, by the way, before I forget, Doctor Andrew, if you're still listening, please email me or hit me up on social media. If you, I just want to know. I, Obviously, he knows me. I'm, I'm not sure I remember. I'd love to know more and ask him more questions. Because I guess my question is, if they got his heartbeat back into rhythm, I guess I don't really understand what would cause him to not live moving forward. Depends on the time, how long he was without. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. So Ross, meaning they no could idea. get it back. They could get it back in rhythm, but it, it's when they stop helping him in rhythm. Well, it could have brain damage. Like yeah. Well, like that's a said. different yeah. issue. He, well, Ross is yeah. saying living, but, but which, and you're James, you're saying living, you know, well, so to speak. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know, Ross. I really don't know. All right, let's go to Robert right now. Robert, you're on WIP. Hey, can you hear me? Talk. Yes. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, um, that doctor kind of like stole my thunder, but um, there's a physician assistant by the name of Sean Tima. It happened to his daughter. Uh, we coached down here in Bavar County. Hmm. And, uh, the most important thing was getting the AED out on the field. We've actually passed a law down here in Florida where all coaches or most coaches have the AED in their bag on the field uh-huh. so we can get it out there in time. Um, his daughter was 16, and it is a common thing. It's called sudden cardiac, and it happens to a lot of athletes from the age of 8 through 16 hmm. on that. Wow. And if I'm speaking too fast, I'm sorry. <laughs> apologize for that. If what um, happened? He said if he was speaking too fast. How uh, many, no, we heard. How you. many leagues have this? Do a lot or no? A lot of them don't. Um, like I said, Sean Tima, his daughter was on the treadmill, and she was just running active, cheerleading, lacrosse player, cheerleading, the whole thing, and she just dropped dead, literally. Uh, sudden heart attack. 
and uh, the AED saved a life, and he's been on the, uh, like I say, on the push. He's been in D.C. a few times uh, trying to push that through. I know the Bavard school system implemented so we could have one on the field at all times because mm-hmm. sometimes the AED machines, such as last night, was more than three minutes away. Um, and that's the most important thing. If it's right there on the sideline with a coach, then you can get to the down person or the person that's going through the arrest uh, in time to save their life. Listen, Robert, appreciate the, the call. I mean, these are this is uh, some heavy stuff here, obviously, today we're dealing with. Something and- I've never, ever considered, like the, the, the AED uh, accessibility. I mean, really. No, of course not. I mean, how do you – I mean, we're not thinking in these terms. I mean, it, thank God the league was and, and had some preventative measures, and, uh, you know, it's just uh, – there's a lot to it. 215-592-9494. Let's talk to Mike right now. Hi, Mike. Hi, how are you? Doing all right, Mike. Um, I'm a, I've only started listening to you guys this past summer. I accidentally came across your station, and, and I just haven't stopped listening. So nice. um, if you, you had asked me what sports radio was before, I just, I just thought it was like a bunch of big sausage fest with, without the guys calling in and telling you how many times um, Babe Ruth went to the bathroom when he went, you know before you hit number 500 i just that was my opinion <laughs> and it was the morning show and it was funny and it was insightful and i learned a lot but i gotta tell you uh ria the reason yeah. why I, I continued listening is because of you oh, um well thank you you yeah your insights um, i can't wait for your opinion and your insights every morning when after a game um you know you you really do a good job. And, is and that a sh- think- Mike, is that a shot at Angelo? Are you saying you, you value no, Ria's no, no. opinion? I'm not no. part I, of the I'm sausage really trust. That- I was a little confused at the insight because really you don't normally that get that on the morning show. In the morning with you two knuckleheads because I think it would be great. But, but, yeah, I mean, she's great. And I think honesty, obviously, to your value is great because she's going to be on the morning still. So, there you go. Um, yeah. If anyone- well, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, anyone doesn't doubt that, that, that we appreciate you. We certainly do. Anyway. So now to the Eagles. Um, yeah, I would just want to say to the Eagles, could you please, please, please take the slump out of my throat and the pizza lumps that are all of our fans in the Philadelphia area. Well, Mike, the good here. thing is the, the, the Giants coach is probably going to take the lump out of your throat for you because he's probably <laughs> not going to play his players. I hope so. No, he's not going to play his players. And, Mike, thanks for the call. Ross, what do you make of it, man? The, we'll get to what happened last game, but just looking ahead for a moment, the Giants aren't going to play their dudes, right? You know, I don't think so, yeah. uh, because usually if you are going to play them, you make it very clear, we're playing, our guys are playing, and then even after that, sometimes you have them only play a half or something, and then you pull them out. The fact that they're already hedging yeah. makes me mm-hmm. think they won't. However, it is interesting to note that, like, you know, they were the team that played their guys against the undefeated Patriots – even when they didn't have to, and they almost beat them. Yeah, very, very, up... very different scenario, though. In what way? In the way that Tom Coughlin knew that what New England was going for was of a uniquely historic nature. And he's a nut. And he felt and he, was... he felt a <laughs> yes. responsibility to pro football yeah. to play his players on a game that was going to be big-time nationally televised and with uh, NFL uh, history all over. This is not an NFL understood, history Understood, Joe. Yeah. Understood. It's the same ownership. So it's the same ownership that saw Coughlin do that, 
and then saw them go on to win their first Super Bowl in 17 or 18 yeah. years. So, I don't know. And then I'll give you another one. By the way, I think Dayball might have been a coach for the Patriots that year because he was the coach for the Patriots. He was a coach for the Patriots when I was there. Right. The other part of it is, you know, two years ago, the Eagles um, did not put forth their best effort is probably the best way to describe that. <laughs> yeah. against, you mean they tanked? Against whatever the name of the team that resides in Washington <laughs> was called. Correct. I mean, isn't that amazing? I really don't know what they were called two years ago. Yeah. Um, I think it was the R word, but, you know, maybe Okay. Yeah. No, it might have been. Was it? I don't know. I, I don't know. It might have been the team, the Washington. I thought that was at, last year. At, at any rate, yeah, at any know. rate, they um, – so there, there are some people – Look, you know, Rhea and I talk about my guy Fezzik on, on the Even Money mm-hmm. betting podcast. He thinks the Giants are going to p- play their guys, and he took the Giants and the points. I don't think so. I don't think they will. Here's the thing. Is if it still 14? Because if it's 14, it they don't think they're playing their players. Oh, no, they definitely don't. Yeah. They def- he does, though, and he's trying really? to get in on it. Huh. Yep. Um, and he even took him in the first half because he thinks at a minimum they'll play. You know, there's, you can bet on the first yeah, half. Yeah. I, I'll say this. Giants are in a real good spot right now playing the Vikings in the first round because the Vikings are pretty much locked into the three now. And if you're the Giants, you got to feel pretty good about playing them. And you just want to make sure. I always think, to be honest, the only way you really look stupid. Well, how, how do you feel if Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley gets hurt against the Eagles on Sunday? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Can you even imagine? Well, that's the thing. I mean, I yeah, I, I don't expect the Giants to play their guys, Ross. I don't. Let, let me switch it to a whole different level here with the Eagles with you, Ross. So, obviously, you know, John and I and, and Rhea in the last uh, hour and a half have, have spent, you know, a decent amount of time, not all of it, but talking about the woes of the Eagles in, in recent weeks. How concerned are you, not so much about the Giants game, especially if they don't play their, their guys, but come playoff time. Let, let me put it this way, Ross. Tale of two examples of injuries setting in. 2017, five or six big injuries, quarterback, middle linebacker, left tackle, like real injuries. They plowed through it. They won the Super Bowl. 3 Eagles, great team, great team. Brian Westbrook couldn't play in the playoffs. Carlos Emmons was injured. Others were injured. Uh, a, a lamish game against the Packers that gets bailed out by fourth and twenty-six. And a absolute clunker of all clunkers, losing 14-3 to the Panthers. Clearly, the Eagles were not the same team as they'd been in the regular season. They ain't the same dudes. What do you sense here up ahead with the injuries and the effect on the postseason? I would be lying if I didn't say I'm not concerned. I would like to see them play better. I mean, they've, they basically haven't played well now for three straight games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's a concern. I think and hope they play well. They need to play well against the Giants, not just for the number one seed. They need to play well against the Giants to play well against the Giants. I mean, they, they need to play well. Do I think that it has a big impact on three weeks from now in the divisional round? I, I don't know. I'd like to feel better about them going into the playoffs. But if you remember, like, the Eagles could have really easily lost to the Falcons in the divisional round in 2017 when they weren't really playing their best at the end. I don't know what happened, but they turned it on against the Vikings a week later and against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I I don't know how to explain that. Ross, how surprised were you that the Eagles offensive staff didn't custom tailor the offense more to Gardner Minshew's strengths? Thought it was the worst game by the offensive coaching staff of the season 
probably by a large margin. I also thought I was disappointed by the defense in the first half with letting the Saints possess the ball as much as they did. You know, they both go hand in hand. It's like, well, the offense needs to get themselves in a rhythm, but the defense wouldn't let them have time to get into a rhythm. You know, they both needed to play better separately from each other, the offense and the defense. But we talk about complementary football all the time. It was the exact opposite of that. And I'll tell you something else that bothered me is I guess I thought the Eagles would come out like breathing fire with let's get this done, let's get a couple weeks off, let's clinch the number one seed. And I didn't, I didn't really see that in the first half at all. Certainly on the first drive, you know, you'd think they'd come flying around and get like a three and out. And get, it, it was the opposite of that. It was like, mm-hmm. it was like they came out uh, sluggish. Some of that, Ross, could be maybe they just can't maintain four straight months of just supreme excellence week after week. I mean, the fact that they went, what was it, 13 or 14 straight games, uh, you know, maybe unrealistic to think they can just keep that going. Ross, before you respond to that, James, uh, with something in there, James. Yeah, we have an update from the NFL. NFL update on the Bills-Bengals game in Week 18 schedule. The NFL continues to be in regular contact with the medical team caring for DeMar Hamlin and also the Bills and Bengals organizations and the NFL Players Association. After speaking with both teams and the NFLPA leadership, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell informed the clubs today that the Bills-Bengals game will not be resumed this week. The NFL has made no decision regarding the possible resumption of the game at a later date. The league has not made any changes to the Week 18 regular season schedule. We will continue to provide additional information as it becomes available. Well, it sounds like the two scenarios we laid out are that it's going to be one or the other. It's either going to be declared a tie after the regular season or – it's going to be that they play it the week after week. The Joe 18. DeCamera plan, I will yeah. refer to it from here on. Because that, James, yeah. is what it, it mostly yeah. sounds to me based on the way they worded that. Yeah, they're definitely not playing it soon. It's one or the other. Yep. It's one or the other. Well, that certainly simplifies things as far as getting on a plane. I mean, John, if those poor guys had to get on a plane today to fly all the way back to Cincinnati, that that would have no. been that Just would have been impossible. ridiculous. All right. To the phones we go. Let's go to uh, to Bill in Dillestown right now. Hi, Bill. Hey there. Uh I tell you, it's all a matter of perspective, and I hope people don't bite my head off for this. I'm from the generation that when Chuck Hughes died on the sidelines, back when the Detroit Lions, they finished the game and finished the season, and it wasn't any super big, tremendous deal. Yeah, this was, I, a, this was a super big, tremendous deal, Bill. So if you're going to— I know it was. Yeah. So that's for the perspective of you and the generation today. An older generation, and I'm 20 years, 30 years older than you guys, saw it as, yeah, this is rough and tough, but we play on. Just like Bill Masterson when he died on the ice in Minnesota in 68. Kennedy was assassinated. The NFL played three days later. But the NFL, hold on, hold on, Bill. But the NFL later admitted, Roselle admitted, is it was a mistake to play those games. He said games. his biggest mistake. Yeah. Well, you know, he said that when the, perspe- the perception, well. the generations have changed. I'm not saying it's wrong or right, my generation. Right now, they should delay it and deal with it because this is what the feeling is today. I'm just putting it in perspective that... Well, yes, things used to be handled differently. Yeah, and they were handled differently also because you do have to acknowledge that 50 years ago, the coverage... The, the yes. TV, the social media. Yes. And it was a national game. It was Monday yes, Night Football. It's far different. Well, you didn't have this in 1971. Not to mention, right. Bill. Hold on, Bill. Hold on, hold on. Not to mention the tremendous 
expanded influence of the Players Association through the decades where players have become unified with each other and have a voice in ways that 50 and 75 years ago they didn't have. I'm, right, and I'm just looking at it from perspective that I find interesting. I agree with you guys, and that's the modern perspective. But if this had happened even on TV, because guys, Okay, I, I get it. I get it. If this had happened 60 years ago, maybe they would have played. Okay, Bill, I got you. I mean, that, that's factually correct. Maybe they would have played. Thankfully, last night they did not. Bill, thank you for the call. What am I supposed to say to that? Thanks, Bill. Trying to call. be nice. Yeah, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> 50, Listen, I mean, no, look, to, to his credit, to yeah, that guy's credit, yeah. he's at least presenting it in a way where he's saying it would have been done differently in the past. And you know what? And he didn't say it was right or wrong. Yes. He's just trying to say, hey, this yes. is different. But, um, I, there's everything in the world was different 50 years ago. I'm polite to yeah, believe point, that we've really. evolved <laughs> a little didn't, bit. Didn't Burt Bell die on the Eagles' sidelines yeah. during yeah, the game? I think so, yeah. I mean, I assume that game was finished. I don't know if he died during the game or after the game, but James, see if you can look this up. The, the Burt Bell heart attack, founder of the Eagles, yeah. happened at Franklin Field on the sideline of a game. Now, I would assume that game continued to play. I don't know if he died that moment or died thereafter, but anyway, so, yes. Figures it happened here. <laughs> so, apparently, it was the final minutes of the game. Yeah. They finished the game. He died at a, a local hospital. Oh, wow. Wild. John, Burt Bell's secretary was... Come on, we've covered this. You and me, man. Six years we've been together, babe. Come on. The babe. I babed them. See, I did that. I babed them. I babed them, Ray. You don't like when I babed them. Wait, wait, what's babe mean? Uh, Babe It's just my way. It's kind of irritating them a little bit. Yo, yo, babe. (laughs) Is it a man or a male or a female? Oh, no. Richie's the babe. Oh. No, no, Richie's the babe. Uh, the secretary was my grandmother. My grandma was Burt Bill's no, that, secretary. No, well, that's what I was asking. Was yes. the secretary male or female? Oh, yeah. I thought you okay. said it was a secretary babe, and I can't call my grandma a babe, so I'd see you get all That would be odd. Just your cousin. That's right? a little weird. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go to Warren in Gwinnett Valley. Hello, Warren. Hey, Joe. Hey, John. Hey, hey Warren. Uh, Bria. Um, tough day for everybody. Um, but Joe, I, I have a feeling that your your grandma probably was a babe if you see her old photos. So. I'm not commenting. Don't, don't, I'm not don't commenting. Rule her out. Don't rule her out. I'll just say genes go down through the generation. I consider myself a pretty good looking guy, so you know. That's all I'm going to say. What about the rest of your genes? Uh, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> how, how did you get this far? I'm not happy with this conversation. I, I don't think. I don't think my I mom think... could be listening. My aunts could be listening. My uncle could be listening. What's going Amy on right from now? from Villanova could be listening. Yeah, she'd be okay with it. Yeah, you got good genes. Um, Yeah, I wanted to say this is going to be tough for the league to kind of push the button to do a a restart. So I'm sure there's conversations going on all over the country trying to figure out how to bring everybody back. Well, they made the first good decision, which is we're not jamming this game in in the next two to three days. Like that, because you don't have to sob it all right now, but you did have to sob today whether that game was going to get played in the next two or three days. Yeah. So that's a a good job by them. I like your your idea of, of pushing the the games back a week and uh, if necessary giving up on the bye week uh, the, the week off before the Super Bowl. Right. So I, I have to say kudos to you so far. Well, I think by you, the way, uh, Warren, well, thanks. I'll just say this: while we don't talk in these terms and we don't think in these terms, I'm sure the league has these types of scenarios in like what Rhea referenced earlier that they have a protocol for not letting fans know the game won't get played. Or won't be uh, continued. Continued. yeah. So that an ambulance can get out without 70,000 people with traffic. I'm sure. There's doomsday scenarios pretty much everywhere. Apparently except for Southwest Airlines. But everybody, I mean, every company has to have, like, 
the worst thing that could possibly happen scenario. And how do you handle it? And how do you handle it? Exactly yeah. right. Yep. Yeah, my, my feeling is that there's a tremendous um, psychological burden for the players and everybody, the fans of these two teams in particular. So I am hoping that, you know, when they do reschedule this, um, that, that that'll actually lift the burden off of everybody. And it's not like you're doing it against anything, but I think it's it's to prove you can go on and um, and that this this does happen and it, it probably will happen again, but to, to prove that, that we can go on as a society. Well, that's what you always hope for. I mean, that we, that we venture forth. I mean, that was one of the lessons post-September 11th, and, you know, obviously we did venture forth, but, you know, there was a shutdown for – 10 days or so with sports before it resumed. Ross, what's your gut feeling on is there any chance in your opinion, and I got to think there's a chance, that the Buffalo Bills don't play on Sunday? Um, yeah, there's definitely a chance of that because until we get a positive health update about DeMar Hamlin, there's absolutely an update on that. We didn't really hear from – Dr. Andrew and Redding about when the most likely scenario he said is like that three they, days. Well, he said he? he said nothing three, for a day or two yeah. to warm them up, and then and yeah. then they'll they'll start being able to have some assessment. That, right. That's, so yeah. So um, you know, I guess there's so many possibilities here, but obviously, if the worst case scenario happens, I don't think the Buffalo Bills would play on Sunday. If there's a middle scenario that he talked about in terms of the brain damage, right. I don't know if the Buffalo Bills play on Sunday. If he's okay and you know on on you know on the mend, then I do think the Buffalo Bills play on Sunday. But under the scenarios where they don't play, that makes it even less likely your scenario. Well, yeah, Joe, that changes of that. The following week, yeah, yes. well, that changes that. Ross, one more here. Um, as a player, how difficult for the other? I don't know how many dudes in the league, two thousand, however many NFL players there are, three thousand. How difficult for the non-Bills players Sunday at twelve fifty-nine to get ready at one o two to strike another human and to be struck, and the impact of of that on the psyche of NFL players across the lake? Good question. And uh, I'm actually scheduled to call the, the next game, the, the Chiefs Raiders on Saturday in Vegas, um, which is already Saturday. I mean, that, that's not even that far away. Um, I think by then, Joe, they will be properly educated about what Dr. Andy and this commotio or commodio cordis thing and, and understand just how rare it is and just the fact that it's like getting struck by lightning and they'll say to them, guys, think about it since you've all been alive. Have you ever seen this happen to another guy? So I do think there will be some apprehension. I do think they'll be nervous about it a little bit. But I think by then they'll be educated. I'll tell you the weird one. I don't know if John ever can speak to this. I mean, I was in a game – where, you know, the ambulance came on the field because our right tackle, Mike Williams, you know, wasn't moving his legs. And, you know, they thought it was a neck or spine thing, which, you know, we're all kind of used to now. But, you know, he leaves the field. His wife comes down out of the stands. I know his wife, Anisha. We're all, like, in the huddle, like, man, this is not good because he's not moving. He's, like, a huge guy. And then there's, like, two minutes, and then we run the next play. And it feels like it's slow motion, 
but you're out there like there's a chance that your teammate and friend might be paralyzed and like within five minutes after the ambulance leaving the field yeah. you're just right back at it i don't know if that makes it better or worse to be honest with you that these guys have more time to think about it as opposed to us where it's like you just didn't know any different and i know you know paralysis is different than what Demar is sure is i get your point with, though but, yeah you know it was still like holy crap like is mike okay you know we're the whole rest of the game we're on the sideline asking if for reports on mike and is mike okay yeah the par- paralysis thing i i have been in situations like that where the game was stopped and guys were taken away and then you just resume but that was always something where you felt like at least i felt like i could protect myself this is something i don't know like it's so unpredictable. Like you, you get, you just get hit, and it, and all of a sudden it's uh, right. the perfect uh, area at the perfect time, and and everything stops, yeah. and electrical impulses. Well, the are routine disrupted. nature of the hit, I think, is one of the things that's, um, you know, freaky, if you will. Yeah, it's it's scaring a lot of people. Hey, Ross, uh, wonderful stuff today. Let me say, Ross is always brought to us by First Trust Bank, official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. On a tough day, Ross, we appreciate you lending your uh, your perspective and all that, man. Thanks, and stay well, Ross. Absolutely my pleasure, and uh, I'll be on with Rhea tomorrow morning. Talk to you tomorrow. For Angelo. So uh, we will have a lot more to talk about tomorrow morning. Very nice, buddy. Thank you. Thanks, man. All right, up ahead, more phone calls. We won't do Times Yours today because nothing Times Yours-wise would really relate to what we've been talking about. We'll stay heavy on the phone lines. More calls next on 94 WIP. Hey, with football season nearing the conclusion of the regular season, now is the perfect time to download FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's right, $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet does not win. That's when you sign up using promo code HAMMER. Promo code HAMMER upon sign-up, always for the best deal. And promo code HAMMER with FanDuel Sportsbook, which has an app that's awesome. Safe, secure, easy to sign up for, easy to navigate to move from game to game, league to league, to lock in on the bet or bets you want. And, of course, it can be Pro Football Week 18, future bets related to the playoffs, Pro basketball, you can go to pro hockey. Obviously, uh, a major, major college football game still up ahead next week. You can lock in on any and all of it with FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. So sign up today using a no-sweat first bet when you sign up using promo code HAMMER and make every moment more this season with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, Jenna Cameron, John Rich. 94 WIP, Rhea with us as well. John and I coming up at uh, at the top of the hour. And uh, normally time's yours here, but let's just continue the conversation as we've been doing a lot of on the phone lines. Obviously, Damar Hamlin, the major topic of conversation here today. Uh, and uh, let's get a couple more calls in. Let's talk to AJ right now in Doylestown. Hi, AJ. Hey, Joe. How are we doing today, guys? We're all right, buddy. Hey, um, so I guess two points. Um, when it comes to, ha- you know, how does this affect football moving forward? I the randomness of it just seems like how do you how do you protect against that? It's not like the uh, cumulative effect of you know head injuries. It's not like what happened with Corey Stringer passing away. You know, in terms of practicing and heat related conditions. Right. I agree. So it just, it just seems like hey, once the initial shock of this, you know, kind of everyone gets past it. I don't know if there's a whole lot of changes when it comes to the game. Overall. Think of it, AJ. Think of it this way: in Major League Baseball, there's been one player in the history of the game in Major League Baseball that has died as a batter getting struck in the batter's box, mm-hmm. and it yep. was in 1920. And the guy's name was Chapman. Now they did make a change; they actually changed the ball, 
when they started saying, all right, let's not have this dirty ball that's all scuffed up, and they had a they had a more whiter ball. By the way, it's part of how Babe Ruth started hitting home runs. They changed the composition of the baseball. Babe Ruth started hitting home runs with a different ball. But my point is, huh. a batter still stood in the batter's box. Mm-hmm. So, yep. yes, they changed the ball. And remember, this is when games would used to go to twilight before you had lights. So they did make an adjustment, but it's not like they said, okay, we're not going to have baseball. A guy died. We're still going to we're still going to have football. I think what John brought up earlier, maybe a little bit of extra padding, maybe. I'm sure they'll look into it this all season. But I, I don't expect much by way of a change. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and then, uh, you know, in regards to maybe how they could approach this with the game, and not that I'm against your idea per se, uh, but back during 2020, uh, they had decided that they might rely upon winning percentage as the first, you know, category to, you know. Uh, I know, but it so directly goes to the Chiefs-Bills thing and the one seed in last January and this January. I just, look, they well, might they I, might have to go with the tie. If they go with the tie, then the Chiefs get it. And, A.J., appreciate the call. If they go with the tie, then the Chiefs uh, get it. But I just, yeah. I don't buy it. Now, John, I know you wanted to comment there. We are just talking on the, the baseball front and the football and how it relates. And Go ahead. Uh, as far as the, the players mentality about the, you know, I, I said, watching that last night, I just couldn't imagine those players taking the field again after seeing how extreme that was and, and, uh, you know, a life or death situation because of playing football in front of them. Yeah. Uh, the, once you get out there and you get that first hit in, I do think there's something like muscle memory that takes over your brain as well, where you just sort of let it all go and you know people say you get in a, a zone or you know or you everything slows down and you just sort of forget you don't hear the crowd you don't think about anything other than your assignment and what's in front of you on on play after play after play i do think that will take over for these guys but i thought ross had a good point like the fact that so much time is elapsing for for everyone to think and and you know reflect on what they witnessed last night. And they will educate the players. That's a huge part of it. Yeah. Uh, there there will be some players who, who have this uh, a real fear of, of getting back out there. Well, John, but it's trauma for them, too. Big time. It's trauma. Big time. Yeah, seeing that happen to your friend, your brother, all that stuff, Look, I think like, team, right in front of you. Team psychologists yeah. I don't think you can are going to be. That. Yes. Are, they're going to be on overdrive this weekend you can't underestimate john the amount of guys who are older veterans who've made some money and wives and children talking to them Mm -hmm. you can't you cannot underestimate that yeah the guys that could step away moms you know i mean absolutely absolutely you're right you're it's true um all right think of think okay once upon a time Everyone I knew who played was saying, "You're going to have to drag me out of here." Uh, you know, it, 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 I, I'm going to play Coliseum until I style. just can't, until yeah. the wheels fall off. Right. And then when the concussion stuff started happening, you started seeing some guys sure. who would hang it up early, and you were like, "Wow, I really respect that." I wonder how many guys yeah. will do the same because of what we saw. It's interesting. Well, listen, thank you to everyone that called today for I thought a, a very thoughtful conversation on a very heavy topic. Um, and thanks for everyone that listened. Thanks to Rhea for being here, Ross earlier, the whole gang. John and Ike are up next. Uh, Rich and I will be back tomorrow. We shall talk to you tomorrow on 94 WIP.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.